Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Cannabis On Demand. Just want to start off by saying happy Veterans Day to the troops. Thank you for your service. Everybody that's protected this country, our rights, liberty, and freedom. I just want to thank you wholeheartedly. Now let's kick this off by talking about 710 Dad Day Gainesville Edition this weekend, Saturday, 4 o'clock. You have to be there. If you don't have your tickets, go to Eventbrite, go to 710dabday.com, get your tickets. It's going to be a blast. Last year was the first year we've ever gone to Gainesville. It was pouring cats and dogs from the minute we got there to the minute we left, but it was fantastic. The crowd was energetic, the music was pumping, the vibe was amazing. There was nothing else I've ever experienced like it. Uh, Maybe a KRS-One show, but that's about it. But yeah, yeah, come out, see us. Go check out the Atom Kit. Uh, I think it's uh, Pop City Galleries is going to be out there. I'm sure they're going to be blowing glass. They do a phenomenal, phenomenal job if you're looking for American. And with that being said, let's get down to the brass tacks. We have been talking amongst each other about a lot of situations going on with medical marijuana and just marijuana in general. And I came across something uh, that Dr. Phil said. Now, a lot of people look up to this guy. I I don't watch his show. I don't know anything about him. But when he says that marijuana is a bad thing, I want to know why. And this is what he says. Your brain grows until you're 25 at least. And it's constantly changing. And when you get to be 18, 19, 20, it's actually pruning itself back. And when you smoke marijuana, it's like opening your computer up and pouring water inside. A lot of things short out and it connects where it's not supposed to. Now I'm no genius, but Dr. Phil is a doctor. I'm pretty sure he's not a computer tech. I just know that me personally, I've been smoking since I was about 13. Back then, it was more so recreational. The last few years, I've critiqued where I need my high to be in order for my focus and my thought process to flow fluidly. Uh, my brain races a lot, so when I smoke certain strains, it allows me to take a step back, get my ducks in order, put my ducks in a row, and be able to think something through from start to finish. Now let's see what else he said. And even occasional marijuana smokers will look at a multi-point drop in IQ, even with just occasional use, like once a week or two or three times a month. You'll see IQ drop and motivational drop across time. That is just not factual. I don't even know what to say about that. Now, I've never heard of anybody having a problem with marijuana, cannabis, whatever you want to call it, 
except if they just got too high and lost their stash. The only problem I've ever heard of. Now, uh, like I said, I'm not too familiar with the way Dr. Phil thinks or his views or anything like that, but this right there threw me for an absolute loop. And I just think it's funny that people that are not cannabis users have so much to say about something they know nothing about. But I guess that's what the freedom of speech is all about. People could just talk and talk and talk. And if you have a big enough platform, they're the sheep that listen. Now, in in funny news, uh, I actually was reading MaryJane.com. And North Carolina has just built a water tower that looks exactly like a bomb. And North Carolina swears its new water tower is not a giant bomb. Uh, It costs $2.8 million to build this thing. So that could be the most expensive bomb in the world. But... I know, I don't think I'd be able to hit it. It looks really, really fucking big. Um, But if you get a chance, stop by Mary Jane and take a look at the article. It's really, really funny. Uh, I know that whenever I go on there, it at least gives me a big chuckle. Now, the government has called upon the community as they're looking for professional joint rollers but they don't want you they don't want me they want scientists they want people with tobacco rolling backgrounds uh probably philip morris calling upon more philip morris people and you know just the rich getting richer type of deal so if you if you're a scientist and you know how to roll a joint look online you'll be able to find it and really see what's going on. But closer to home, I was reading an article, uh, Florida Trees News, and it was talking about the amount of people in Florida, uh, the amount of weed dispensed in Florida, the amount of license holders and dispensing locations. And what I've learned is that out of 398,000 patients, there's about 282,000 active cards. Now, out of those 282,000, from November 1st to November 7th, 77 million milligrams of smokable marijuana has been dispensed. I'm sorry, total. The amount of marijuana that's been dispensed, including shatter, crumble, vape carts, altogether, 77 and a half million milligrams. Out of that 77 and a half million, only 17 million ounces of smokable marijuana has been dispensed. There's a drought here. People can't get flour quick enough. They can't grow it quick enough. Yet the state won't allow everybody to grow their own, which is a big problem for me. Um, I don't go to the dispensaries. Uh, I, although some of their nugs look nice, 
I've tried it. They smoke nice. Um, it's just not the right strain for what I need. And as I mentioned before, I need to just have a little more focus and slow down a little bit. And the strains that I've come across in the dispensaries just aren't that. And I'd like the opportunity to grow my own because I know what I need. I know what my body needs. And when there's something not available to me and something that I don't need is being forced upon me, I find it to be a little insulting. Now, I think there's like 195 or 193 dispensary locations in the state of Florida. I'm located in South Florida. But out of the 193 dispensaries, there's only 22 people that hold the licenses in order to do this. It seems like a monopoly to me. When I first heard about medical marijuana, I think there was seven. Uh, there were some parameters in place. You had to have 30 years of cultivating experience uh, on the books. So basically it was just farmers. Um, but just because you could grow a mango or a peach or an orange doesn't mean you know how to grow cannabis. You know what I mean? So... A lot of these people are, you know, they're learning. There's always a curve to whatever you do. So there is a learning curve. But it seems like the top three, four would be uh, True Leaf, Satara Wellness, Cure Leaf, Liberty Health Science. Uh, a lot of people say that Liberty Health has some of the best chronic they've seen, hands down. I haven't got a chance to try any of the Liberty Health stuff. Uh, but I've tried the True Leaf, I've tried the Cure Leaf, uh, I've even tried the, uh, who are those guys in Miami, um, Miracle Leaf. I've even tried the Miracle Leaf stuff, and it's okay. Uh, but with that being said, I hear and read a lot about this MILF. It's uh, marijuana and Florida legalization, and it seems like everybody's against it. Uh, it really goes and all the facts kind of state that they're looking to monopolize what's actually going on in the industry. And they don't want anybody in. They don't want you in. They don't want me in. They don't want anybody else in. And True Leaf has 40 locations. Satura Wellness has 40 locations. But when I go ahead and I look at stuff like dos.elections.myflorida.com, uh, you can actually see some campaign contributions to the MILF movement. And they've dumped almost $2 million towards the movement. So they don't want the regular Joe Schmo, the regular you, the regular me, to be able to capitalize on something. The little guy. They don't want us to be able to do our own thing. Uh, whether it's opening up a small, you know, uh, small dispensary, like a lot of these breweries are doing, and just doing a small batch. So they don't want that. They want to monopolize. Uh, but yeah, it looks like Satura 
Holdings has dumped a shitload of money into this. And it's really scary to know that when that happens, the people that are affected by it most are the people that matter. And that's us. And it's a little scary. Now, enough about the Florida MMJ. Uh, you could talk a little bit about normal, trying to counteract that whole MILF thing. But what I want to talk about is in New York, there was a bust. You may have seen the pictures online of these cops smiling from ear to ear with 106 pounds sitting in front of them. Well, come to find out that 106 pounds was hemp. Purchased legally with the proper documentation. FedEx didn't want to deliver it in the first place. So they tried telling the growers, say, hey, uh, you know, this is drugs. And they said, well, no, it's not. Here's the paperwork. It's all in the box. So they said, okay, let's do it. Shipped it all the way to New York and turned it into the police when it got to New York. The the buyer of the, the hemp went to go pick it up and was arrested for trafficking a Schedule One narcotic controlled substance. Like I said, all the documentation and all the paperwork was completely legit. It was all presented to the NYPD, but they didn't want to hear it. They wanted to go viral. They wanted to make the of the century, whatever they wanted to do, they did. And I think that police, I think that law enforcement in general needs some type of training on what hemp is, what cannabis is, what THC is. And you can't just throw it in a little side, side test on the side of the road and say, okay, it popped because hemp has THC, as we all know. Not a lot, but there's traces of Delta 9, so it's going to pop. And when these guys tried to get it back, the cop said, yeah, sure, come on in, come get it. All your paperwork's in order. And when they get there, they get arrested. And I think that's pretty fucking shady. There's got to be something we could do about it. We have to educate ourselves a little bit better. We have to have law enforcement educated a little bit better. And I have nothing against law enforcement. But it could have been some rookie trying to make a name for himself. It could have been some hard ass that his girlfriend used to smoke weed and he fucking hates her now. So he hates weed. You know, it it could be anything. So... All I'm saying, guys, is be careful out there. Whether you're using CBD, hemp, cannabis. I was told by the district attorney, if you're going to smoke weed, don't smoke it outside. Don't don't bring it with you wherever you go. Broward County, for instance, you're allowed to possess under three grams. That basically means before you leave your dealer's house, match them on a pole and then go home. All right, guys, that was episode one. 
Thanks for tuning in. Bless you. Good night.